When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, you may have heard this last night on UTV Live, or indeed you may have heard people speak about it since. The lady speaking is Nicola Corner. She's the sister of the late Lyra McKee. And this is what she said on UTV Live last night, uh, speaking about the loss of her sister and speaking about the person who killed her sister. And I kind of sat there for ages just waiting on her waking up. And I said to her, come on, wake up now. You can wake up now. We're all here. But obviously she didn't. And your world crashed around you? Yeah. It blew up, really. Nicola Corner describes the agonising moment she had to identify her beloved sister Lyra in Altnagelvin Hospital, a sister whom she spoke to at least five times a day and whose murder has left her family struggling to come to terms with their huge loss. That's the day our world ended. But the world isn't ending. So we have to make sure that through our tragedy, something positive emerges. Lyra's family want her brutal murder as she observed a riot in Derry last month, not to be in vain. To that end, they've taken part in a walk from Belfast to Derry and at the Guildhall Square, Nicola vowed she would support Lyra's killers as they handed themselves in, telling me it's what Lyra would have wanted. It couldn't be easy to walk into a police station and to hand yourself in. And so that's why I don't want that person to think that if they choose to do that, which is the right thing, that they have to do it by themselves. Um, because they need to be supported in coming forward. That's my strong feeling on it. And, and if that helps them to do that, it could actually help to bring the true peace that we all want, because justice is part of it. Why would you want to do that? To support them. Because I can't imagine what this experience has been like for them also, because I don't believe that they intended to come out on that night and turn themselves into a killer. And I would imagine that that could also be causing them some emotional trauma and I think it's the right thing to do for each and every one of us as human beings to support each other.
even in difficult circumstances, even in difficult times. The politicians too must play their role, with Nicola insisting they should find a way to compromise at Stormont so no other family ever experiences the pain they're enduring. If she becomes the last person to have been killed, if her death changes things, then it would be easier to accept her murder and it might help us to make sense that for a bigger picture, she's somehow been sacrificed. Must be really cut you up inside. Absolutely. Um, but nothing anyone will ever do will ever bring her back to life. So her death has to be used as a platform for change so that it doesn't happen again. This is Nicola Corner speaking to Jane Lockery uh, last night on UTV Live and you can see that on the UTV website. I, I want to speak to Tina Calder, who's a publicist and who worked alongside uh, Lyra. Uh, uh, Tina, good morning. Good morning, Frank. T Tina, a lot of people expressing, I suppose, I don't know what the best word is for it, an element of confusion this morning with regards to what Nicola was saying there. It takes me back to the Gordon Wilson era when Gordon Wilson spoke so eloquently about his daughter, Mary, and the people who killed her in the IRA bomb the cenotaph back in in Enniskillen, and he spoke of he spoke of forgiveness. I, I'm not fully sure what Nicola is speaking of there. She's inside the mind of the killer and expressing some sympathy for the killer's position. I think Frank. Um, the first thing I have to say is that. What people are feeling, and whilst we we may not have initially recognised it, is pure admiration for a woman who is incredibly brave, incredibly brave. And the reason for that is because no one knew Lyra better than her sister. Um, and I think what Nicola is trying to do is ensure that Lyra's memory is carried on in the most honest and genuine and authentic way possible. And I know it's really hard for people like myself who, who are hurting to hear that Nicola would sit in a room with the killer and support them. But that's what Lyra would have done. And we cannot ever, you know, take our own feelings and our own personal opinion about something like this and put it above Lyra's because we, we should be honouring how she would behave. And that was one of the wonderful qualities that she had. She had this wonderful ability to see past, uh, I suppose, what was happening and see deeper into how she could help or how she could support or how she could help make a change. And I think what Nicola is doing is trying to show that it is possible that through the hurt and the pain that it is possible to carry on Lyra's memory, no matter how, how hard that might be. 
And I can't imagine the pain the family are going through. I just cannot imagine it at all. And I can't imagine how hard it was for Nicola to come to that decision that on behalf of the family, she would offer support to the person who, and as we all know, was likely forced into the position where they became a killer and likely forced into that position by people who didn't care about the destruction they were causing. And so I think um, I would personally stand with Nicola and as as hard as it would be, I think that the hand of peace should be should be given out to anyone that can come forward and help to resolve and solve this murder because it's only going to continue to cause more hurt and pain across communities in Derry, across communities in Belfast and across Northern Ireland. And so it's we've got to do something and that something has to be radical because if it wasn't radical, it wouldn't be memorialising Lyra properly. Having said what you've said to us this morning, Tina, and having listened to to Nicola, and I think you'll agree with me, the most important person in this is Nicola and her immediate family. Absolutely. They, they, are, they, they are crucial. They, they are the people that matter. They are the people who, who lost their, their loved one. 100%. But yeah. there's a suggestion, even from what you've said, and from what Nicola said, that this person who we've seen on video, who was standing in a busy street, took a gun, pointed it round a corner and fired shots, albeit at the police. And Nicola and yourself are both suggesting that that person didn't set out to be a killer. So I'm asking this question on behalf of everyone else who's listening to the radio who's shouting, of course he set out to be a killer because that's exactly what he is. I think, Frank, I I have very, very strong feelings on guns to the point that I don't allow my child to have toy guns. Um, That is how strong my, my personal belief is. I do believe that when someone puts a gun in their hand, they have an intention of causing hurt and harm. What I I also think that we have to um, take into consideration is that in Northern Ireland, there were many, many people who were forced into a position to put a gun in their hand and kill people. And when I say forced, it's not, I'm not saying that there was a gun at their head. I'm not saying that, you know, they weren't willing. I'm not saying that they should be condoned they absolutely shouldn't what i'm saying is that the situation here in northern ireland has created a very unique scenario where people who maybe had they have lived in i don't know liverpool for example may never have gotten involved in violence and trouble and and lifted weapons or whether it's a brick or a gun is is a respective for me it's a weapon and a weapon is used to hurt people and i think that we have to we have to look at what that scenario was. That man looked like he was a younger man. Certainly, a lot of the reports that came out afterwards were that they were discuss- they were talking to younger men. And you have to ask yourself: at what point does a young man make that decision that that is a good decision to make? And is it part of their 
their surroundings, their social situation, their indoctrinated political beliefs. What is it that makes that person do that? And that's where we have to get to the core of. We've got to get to the core of why these young people and why anyone in Northern Ireland still believes that it is the right thing to do to create harm and hurt through violence because it's not and it's never going to be okay. But we've got to understand it. The only way to stop it is to understand it. And if we can understand it, we can make steps to to rectify the problem and we can make steps as a society to to reverse those ill-thought-out beliefs and those, I suppose, irresponsible behaviours by those who sit pulling the puppet strings because we all know that that's what's happening here in Northern Ireland. There are other people pulling the strings whilst the most disadvantaged communities end up in turmoil as a result. Yes, but Tina... Other people yes, and the, the puppeteering has been talked about quite a bit and we might buy into yeah. that if the kid who's arrested at the scene for throwing a petrol bomb is 12 years old, as has been uh, recently the, the case in that area. But... If, if people are 19 or 20 or 21 years of age or 17 or 18 or 19 or even 16, 17, 18, you know, at what, point do we, at what point do we draw the line and say, if you're prepared to go out and fire a gun in a public street and try to kill a police officer and you kill a civilian, that you aren't evil, that you aren't bad, that you aren't the well, problem, Frank, really that you important. aren't the person it's, who has to take yeah. the responsibility for what you did, instead of trying to look for, for excuses further, further down the line. Of course, those who draw young people into these organisations have to answer for what, for what they do. But people who join these organisations are prepared to endorse the likes of the OMA atrocity, endorse the killing of police officers and, and prison officers in, in our country in, in recent times. They're prepared to go against everything that people voted for in the Good Friday Agreement. They're prepared to bring us back to a position of angst and, uh, uh, and torture in, 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 this part of the, in this part of the world. And, I, I, and, you know, and I, I don't want to in any way, I don't want to in any way uh, dilute the hurt that you're going through as a friend of Lyra, or indeed, most importantly, that Nicola's going through as as Lyra's sister. But we run the risk, and I'll say we because we're broadcasting, we run the risk of making excuses for these people. Oh, not at all. And Frank, it's absolutely key that people understand Nicola at no point condoned what this person did. Nicola at no point said that... It was it, that that they were forced into it, and therefore should never, you know. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. See the repercussions of that. What she was saying was you must at all, you must go and, uh, you know, whether that's jail time, whatever that might be, that they have to own up, they have to own up to their actions, and they have to take responsibility. That's, there is a completely different, she's not forgiving and forgetting, she's not, you know, condoning it and blaming it on someone else. It's really key that we understand that this is not about letting the person off, this is about making sure that that person goes and does the right thing, hands themselves in and says, it was me. But not just that, that they give us the reason why, that they help us to understand what made that happen, what were the events that led up to that, who is pulling the strings, who is orchestrating this nonsense, who is making this stuff happen behind the scenes. And that's what we've got to understand. And it's not about letting people away with this. It's certainly not about making excuses. It's about understanding it so that we can make it stop. And there's a whole generation of people out there who just don't understand. They can't comprehend it. They've never had any dealings with the the troubles as such because it's it's a world away from them and the only way that they can help to stop it and to stop it trickling further down the generation is to understand it and to nip it in the butt in whatever way that, that we can. So, so Tina, just f- finally then, the other way, and I'm just spinning this round the other way, and again, I'm not hoping, I, I would, would never wish to do a disservice uh, to, to Nicola or her family on this, but, but with what you're saying, the other way of reading it is that very subtly, Nicola is encouraging, is encouraging this particular person to become an assisting offender, to become some sort of tout to to come on board into the judicial process to admit his guilt and then bring down the puppeteers. I think that it would be very, very wrong of us to make an assumption that we know what Nicola is saying between the lines and we have to only take what she has actually said rather than what we think she may have said. I personally think there's not enough touts. I personally think that this country needs people to stand up and needs people to be counted and needs people to say I'm not going to put up with this anymore I'm not going to sit back and allow my neighbour or my family or my colleague or whatever that might be continue to drive violence into the heart of our society because it's our most vulnerable people, our most disenfranchised and disadvantaged citizens who are are really the losers here. It's not the politicians, it's not the people in high-end business, it's not any the tourists, it's not even the tourism industry. What is 
the people who are suffering are the people who are on the ground, the people who are in these communities and can't consistently being bullied and traumatised by what can only be dis- described as violent thugs. Okay. Uh, Tina, really appreciate you coming on the programme this morning. And uh, it's uh, Tina Calder who was involved in the publication of, of Lyra's uh, work. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Tina. Uh, Dr. Adrian East is going to be joining us and he's got a very special contribution to make to this discussion. I'll explain to you exactly who Dr. East is in just a moment. This is the U105 phone-in. Good morning to you. We're talking about an interview that was broadcast last night on UTV Live. Jane Lockery speaking to Nicola Corner, the sister of the late Lyra McKee. And you've heard the interview again this morning. A lot of people finding it difficult to come to terms with what Nicola Corner said. And she certainly is doing her best to get inside the mind of the person who killed her sister. And there's an element of sympathy for the position that this person might find themselves in, this killer. And she... She wants to, to. She's prepared to to meet the killer. She's prepared to take the killer to the the police station. She also said that she doesn't believe that person set out to be a killer that night. Just some of the things that were said in this uh, very moving interview last night on UTV Live. I want to speak to Dr. Adrian East, who's the chair of the Northern Ireland Forensic Faculty at the Royal College of Psychiatrists. Uh, Dr. East, good morning. Uh, good morning, Frank. When people are grieving, do they say things that they wouldn't normally say or do they say absolutely what they're thinking? Uh, I think it's a very broad church. Um, I think people do often feel very pressured to take a certain position, which they might or might not uh, hold in the longer term. Uh, It probably isn't the best time to be making any substantive judgments Uh, But ultimately, I think that, yes, the bereavement process does affect your thinking, uh, but only to a relatively minor level. So if you have a message that you want to project to the public that represents, truly represents the person who you're grieving for, you have to be very strong to deliver that message. So Nicola Corner last night on television would have been particularly strong. Absolutely. So, yes. Uh, And again, we can't hide the fact that uh, there is a bereavement process. Uh, we are not dealing with the initial first 24 to 48 hours. We are now moving through that process towards a relatively late stage. I'm looking at texts and emails that are coming in here and everyone, this is, and I, I mean everyone who has, who has sent me a text, is basically saying something along, I'm just, there's one in front of me that says, hang the murderer. But there are others that saying, you know, jail him for life. Uh, how dare we suggest on radio that he didn't want to be a, a killer. Uh, they're, 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 I'm paraphrasing them, but everything is absolutely focused on damning the killer. Lara McKee's sister didn't focus like that. Yes, again, one of the rules that we're very keen on uh, from a psychiatric perspective is the idea of treating offenders the same, um, regardless of what process has kind of led to the offence. The, the justice system needs to be allowed to do its work. Uh, extremist positions from either end are not actually terribly helpful. Justice by its very nature should be impartial and should weigh up the circumstances. 
uh, and form a view from there. Again, people who are phoning in, by definition, have a kind of emotional investment in this. They're going to take extreme uh, positions. And yes, we do take into account the views of victims, the victims' families and the like. There does still need to be that degree of impartiality. Uh, and that, that ultimately is why we employ professional judges. There's also a suggestion that Nicola is trying to understand the person who fired those shots that night. At this moment in time, what's going through their head? In your opinion as a psychiatrist, is this a person who's wrecked with guilt, a person who can't sleep at night, or is it someone who feels they've done their bit for Ireland? Very difficult to know because, again, it's a very broad uh, church. Um, What we need to understand, and I do very much recognise Tina's use of that word, is the costs and benefits. Uh, People act... Uh, in order to, to gain benefit, uh, and they will only invest so much cost into that. So it, it's very difficult to know, but it's very important that we try and understand this because if we are going to address uh, criminality at any level, we need to understand what benefits people are drawing from that because as long as people are drawing benefits, they will continue that behavior. Um, so that really does need to be a key part of the whole kind of criminal justice process is understanding how the offence came to be uh, and the motivations behind it. So, so, so the more the spotlight is on the killer, the more it's talked about, the, the more it's in the news, the more Nicola speaks, the longer the marches are from Belfast to Derry, the more people sing outside the Guildhall and it's in the papers, it's on social media, it's, it's on the telly. Is that putting more pressure on that guilty person to come forward? Is that part of the cracking process? It depends on the message that's being received. If that message is being received as, yeah, great, we've got our cause some airtime, then it will have the opposite effect. If, however, it's putting that kind of psychological pressure on the person to understand that what they did is wrong, and actually as a society, we don't tolerate and reward that kind of behaviour, then it will have the opposite effect of increasing pressure on the individual. And, and, and people who are being critical of understanding, people who are critical of Gordon Wilson uh, back in the 1980s when the Enniskillen bomb happened. Yes, indeed, yes, I remember that bomb, yes. Yeah. But there were, it turned out that the majority of people uh, were honouring him because of his heroic words that seemed to be coming from the lips of Christ almost, the way he, he, he was speaking. Should people reserve judgment on what what Nicola is trying to achieve? I would very much guard against the idea there is a right and a wrong in in terms of bereavement reactions. Um, Again, people will take a different process and they will take different views through at different stages of that process. This is part of bereavement. so again, I'll be very keen that we don't kind of come uh, come to a, some sort of judgmental conclusion based on where someone is in their in their journey uh, coming to terms with what's happened. And the longer time goes on, they say time's a healer for those who are bereaved. Not necessarily, but very often it 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 does heal, and you begin to have an under, uh, have an have an acceptance of, of your loss uh, as time goes on for the killer, for the person carrying the dark secret. How does that play out? And there are many examples and maybe many people listening to this programme yes. who have killed yes, and who are, are listening. Well, how does that play out as, uh, in, in the mind? Well, one of the things that we have noticed 
is how many people who were involved in politically motivated violence during the Troubles now have psychological problems, uh, which seems to persist uh, quite late. It doesn't seem to be in the kind of immediacy period where we are now, but certainly as the years progress and people realise, you know what, Frank, it wasn't worthwhile. You know, I took someone's life. I then did a lot of time in jail. Was it really worth it? And that's a phenomenon that we're really starting to see uh, as, as time goes by and the troubles become more of a kind of a memory. It's a reminder of the trauma that many people went through on the receiving end of violence. And now some of those who meted out the violence may be going through that trauma in their minds. Is that a fair comment? Uh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Again, it's not meant to generate sympathy but it is important for me to understand this whole process of how the offence takes place uh, and how we mitigate against these things in the future. Uh, Dr East, thank you very much indeed. Dr Adrian East is the Chair of the Northern Ireland Forensic Facility at the Royal College of Psychiatrists. Uh, 02890 If you're just joining us, good morning. This is the U105 phone-in. If you'd like to hear that interview in full, it is on the UTV uh, website if you go to itv.com forward slash UTV. Good morning to you. This is the U105 phone-in. The first 45 minutes of this programme, we discussed the interview that that Nicola Corner gave to Jane Lockery on UTV Live last night. Uh, Nicola Corner is the sister of the late Lara McKee. And there was significant input during, as I say, the programme from about 9 o'clock through until 9.45. Uh, Nicola has been in touch with us and says that she would wish to respond. Of course, she's very welcome to come on the programme, but she was she has chosen to respond via this email. She said, What I said to the people at Guildhall on Monday and to Jane Lockery during yesterday's interview in capital letters has to be taken at its face value. It is what it is. Everyone is absolutely entitled to their views, but I do not believe my words require the approval or condemnation of anyone. Nor do people need to build up imagined scenarios about what it is that I am trying to achieve or what I intended. My heart was worn on my sleeve for the world to see and my words were spoken for the world to hear. Now we need people to have ears to hear my truth and accept it for what it is. Nicola, really appreciate the email and thank you very, very much indeed for getting in contact with us. And there's no doubt the people on this programme, people listening to the programme, are thinking about you and your family.